0: Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturcio and Chris Gucci. What's going on everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Tuesday. It is Tuesday, March the 21st, 2023. It is none other than your host, of course, Dave Sturcio, alongside Chris Gucci yep, yep. here with another loaded episode of the Mojo Market Report, because obviously the NFL keeps rolling on. The NBA had some serious, serious banger games last night. I watched a couple with furious intent because I, um, I went halves on a massive, massive, like, playful parlay, and I was like, but I didn't have to put any money in. You just had to do it. For I had to tell him, to him and do it. Yeah. yeah, right. And he was like, this is what what I want. And then I had to look at our boy, see what he picked and say like, all right, maybe we tail that, maybe we tell that. Splash something down. It was like 500 to win like three grand. And I uh, came up short multiple ways. <laughs> so we'll get into all that. The NFL, like I said, rolls on. Lots to get into with that. There's a significant movement on the free agent market again as another tight end uh, decides to join the fray. But I'll get into him in a second because it's a very interesting contract. Um, but we'll start with Tua because Tua was the topic of conversation last year for a long time. Then he gets his head scrambled. And then he gets his head scrambled again. So it's like a, a rough year for Tua. But the Dolphins, who, again, I'm sure they have the training staff and the, they're doing the due diligence to make sure this guy's going to be all right. They pick up his fifth-year option, guaranteeing him to be the starting quarterback this year and next year. Your immediate thoughts of them just kind of saying, like, we're good here.
1: I mean, when you look around the league, quarterbacks are not easy to come by. There wasn't as much available as people thought there would be this year because Derek Carr got signed immediately. And when you're in a position where you have a Tua, do you want to make a lateral move? I feel like Tua has some room for growth outside of the injury situation. Mm. You know, they can't really sit here and say we don't think he's going to be good going forward, and we're going to move on from him at that at this point. Because then you have to make a move, and it has to work out. There's no guarantees that you're going to be the guy to land a player to cause that type of stir in-house if nothing goes down and then you have to i think that could have been more of a cause more harm than good Tua, they played well with him last year i don't think he was the problem so i think you said it multiple times like the
0: record with him when he starts and finishes a game is is rather well i don't think
1: they lost many i think if anything won so Tua clearly he wins football games for Mm. them he wasn't the problem if you look at last season for miami it was exactly the opposite it was like if Tua's not there, that's the problem. So right. when he's there, they win football games. They improve the defense. I think Miami's going to make some noise this year. Yeah,
0: their backup quarterback situation last year wasn't very good. Skylar Thompson was the guy who, obviously, if you were an investor in Skylar Thompson last year, you did make some money because the opportunity kind of presented itself. Uh, but right now, Tua, within the mojo market, is the 25th highest-priced uh, quarterback. He's sitting there at $41.82 a share. Uh, he's sitting there right between Mr. Jameis Winston and right in front of Daniel Jones. Is that fair? Fair assessment right now? I mean, look, not a lot of bank value out of this guy yet because obviously he's only been in the league a couple of years. Winston's been in there for a couple cups of coffee. I
1: think it's low. I still believe that two was very low. If he's there, Winston, does Winston have many more games left in him? As a as starter? A starter? I don't know. I don't know. I think if Winston's in a starting situation, your team is probably either A, seeking quarterback help elsewhere, right. or B, someone on your team is hurt- already hurt, and that's why Winston's playing. So, I don't agree that he should be anywhere close to Winston. I'll stand by this. Even with the injury situation, I stand by that Tua is one of the biggest buys in the market right now.
0: His average earned uh, per year is $4.16. His future value is just, just sitting right at twenty nine thirty four. So if you do the math, they're looking at another seven years at a Tua um, based off of just keeping it status quo. Um, and with this option by itself, he's up 3.3% on the Mojo market. So that helped bol- uh, bolster his stock price right away. Uh, Specifically, my expectations for a guy like Tua, you would have to look right within the division first. And that division's getting better. The Jets, who obviously were just kind of waiting for that news to be news at this point, um, for the Jets to get Aaron Rodgers, they'll be exponentially better. The Buffalo Bills, where I feel like they regressed a little bit. Josh Allen was banged up a lot last year, but they're going to be good again. They went out and uh, signed uh, Damian Harris from the New England Patriots. So they're getting themselves another running back as they lose Devin Singletary. And obviously they still have uh, James Cook, too. So they have a, a decent running game over there in Buffalo. And then when you look at the Patriots, I'm seeing reports, and I said this last year, there is reports that multiple players have come forward. Again, take this how you want multiple players have come forward and said they would prefer to play with bailey Zappi over mac jones so it's like that's going to be a controversy the entire time because if there's ever a spider-man meme when it comes to quarterbacks it's those guys
1: (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah i i mean i don't know that that really has any bearing whatsoever especially a bill belichick run truth like you really think bill is asking the backup corner who (laughs) he thinks should start quarterback i don't probably not um and i don't know man like i see on twitter It seems to me that Mac Jones is one of the guys, the way that they all talk, interact on social media. I mean, understanding that they could still be cool with him if he's the backup that has zero bearing on that situation. But I mean, going back to the Tua thing, I understand that he has some competition in the division, but since this is largely a stat-based thing and a lasting long thing, the one thing that worries me is lasting long, but stat based. He's got Jalen Waddell. He's got Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill. Mm-hmm. He's got a really good young head coach. I think that he's in a prime position that if he plays those seven years as if they predict, he's gonna outla- he's gonna outdo the the market projections based on his numbers because he's gonna throw a ton of touchdowns. He's gonna throw for a ton of yards. That's just gonna happen with those receivers. So as long as they keep that core together and those are he's throw he that's the guys he's throwing to, Tua's gonna put up massive numbers.
0: Yeah. I mean it's gonna be underneath stuff. You know what I mean? Like he's not gonna have to put too much air on the ball.
1: Even still, it's look, you know, he's still a quarterback in the league. You know, is he able to hit you in stride at seventy? No, but is he able to get the ball down the field? I mean, last year they were doing just fine.
0: Listen, I'm gonna tell you guys the secret, right? I'm gonna tell you guys why you have questions about Tua. Because he is the only lefty quarterback in the league right now. And his whole mechanics just looks a little weird to you. So that's why you're looking like, I don't know if he's got the arm strength. He does. It's just the other arm. right? So like he definitely has the capabilities of being a big-time quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Those guys are stacking. They're bringing back their running back crew. Um... You know, we'll see with how they uh, how they play out in the AFC East.
1: I'm Not sure if Miami's done adding pieces yet. I, I don't think, think so either because
0: Jalen Ramsey's now in the secondary, so they're trying to bolster that as well. So the AFC East might be some fun football to watch, along with the NFC East, along with uh, you know some of these divisions. They're really really tight. Speaking of a division that's way up in the air because of the removal of one Tom Brady. Right, Tom Brady says I'm done. Sure, there's going to be rumors. Uh, maybe I'll come back. No, he's done. Tom Brady's over. Right. Now you have the NFC South up for the taking right now. And while all signs kind of point to the Saints having the best roster, because you added Derek Carr, you might lose Kamara for a couple games because of suspension, but overall you're going to have him. Michael Thomas with the restructure, he's yeah, back. Yeah, didn't the
1: Saints just sign somebody too? They signed Jamal Williams.
0: They did sign Jamal. What a great press conference. That dude, if I can hang out with anybody in the NFL right now, pro- he'd probably be in my top three.
1: Yeah, and it's a wonder because – He's clearly a fan favorite wherever he goes. How he was let go twice. Like, I understand the, the Montgomery After signing. After scoring what, 17 touchdowns? I understand the Montgomery signing, but what did Jamal Williams sign for? Was it much more than Montgomery? No. Why are you moving off of
0: that? I don't know. That you know? that That is puzzling. Look, the Lions have been very active in free agency, don't get me wrong. But the, the pieces that they're losing, they do lose their running back coach, Deuce Daly, he leaves. He goes to joins Frank Reich. But like, I'm looking right now at Jamal Williams in specific. Take 17 touchdowns off the Detroit Lions last year. They're nowhere near where they were. So, like, to just let him walk, and then you, you paid Montgomery just a little bit too much. If you look at the rest of the uh, – I was talking to uh, Brett Ernst yesterday, and I'm looking at the – I said, bro, every position, and we'll get into it in a second. Before I get into Mac Collins, I do want to say that Dalton Schultz signs with the Texans. So, he's leaving Dallas officially. He signs with the Texans. One year – $8 million. That's less than the franchise tag for the tight end. You know what I mean? So all of a sudden, like Dallas said, no, we're not franchising you because we're going to use it on Pollard. You're telling me Dallas wouldn't pony up and say, all right, $8 million for the guy that one of Dak's favorite targets? And I'm not mad that we lost him because I think they have depth. I really do. Jake Ferguson season, baby, I'm, I'm all I for mean, it. I,
1: I think that when you're looking at a, a- – There's not much wiggle room on an $8 million uh, one-year deal, so there's no, really, you could alleviate any money by doing anything. I know, I just... So it's like, that's
0: base. By the way, still batting a 1,000 is this front office. Did you see what Dallas did to Brandon Cook's deal? No. They turned his $12 base into six, like that. (laughs) So it's like, amazing. They're Um, doing great.
1: And they'll probably cut him after this year. Maybe. (laughs) Um, But look, I think Dalton (laughs) Schultz fell flat in a contract year. He had an opportunity to make himself some money, and he didn't deliver. Granted, there was an injury, but that's the NFL... He's got to go make his money again. And I don't know if the uh, Texans are the right place to I'm do it. I'm seeing a lot of one-year
0: like deals again. Look, a lot of these, especially like, at all right, tight here, end, prove Especially
1: it. at tight end, I think he leaves a lot to be desired in the blocking department.
0: He, I tell you what, and I don't want to get blocked for this because I do like him. And I, I never say bad things on Twitter about specific players. But the best blocking that Dalton Schultz did last year was on Twitter. <laughs> he blocked everybody who said he couldn't block. He didn't want to hear it. He was blocking everybody left and right. And I was like... Fair, well, you know, fair I mean, assessment. The guy struggled in the blocking department. That there's yes. guys
1: like Mercedes Lewis who will remain in the league for a really long time because, because he can hat he can, on a hat because he can block. <laughs> right. And when you're a tight end, you have to be able to block, especially right. if you're a tight end. That now, granted, I'm not saying he doesn't possess some athletic ability and pass catching skills. He does, but if you put him on the field, you, what are you doing? You know what? You know what they're doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. You're not gonna put him on in a running situation. You're you
1: will, but it's like that's a liability. It is. You know, it, it, it kind of just it's telling and teams don't wanna they wanna avoid that you, at the tight end position.
0: Houston was quite active yesterday. They also ink uh Devin Singletary from Buffalo. So they're they're trying to stockpile some talent down there because they're gonna have to surround whatever rookie quarterback they wind up with in the top of the draft this year. So are the Texans gonna be a competitive team? D'Amico Ryan's head coach, I like him, but it's, whatever. If you give me five, six wins out of the Texans, you're, you're basically tripling what <laughs> like you did last year. So, again, it's a work in progress, but they're spending money, uh, so at least they're going for something. Um, the Mac Jones deal, uh, I'm sorry, Mac not Collins. Mac, Mac Hollins, Mac Jones before. Mac Hollins deal is interesting to me because Atlanta, we were talking about the NFC South being relatively wide open, The Saints with the better roster, sure. The Panthers, I don't know if you saw this. Yeah. About Thielen and what he said. I mean, I get confidence. Wholeheartedly get confidence. You bring in Miles Sanders. You bring in the veteran quarterback to mold whoever you choose at the top of the draft. Adam Thielen thinks the Carolina Panthers are a Super Bowl team right now. I don't foresee that. You got to get out of this division. But the main thing I wanted to talk about was the Atlanta Falcons. Now, we're talking about year two, Desmond Ritter, year two, Tyler Algier, and year two, Drake London. We're talking about the resurgence of Kyle Pitts. All these guys, these young pieces on Atlanta in a division where I feel like it's, I don't want to say wide, wide open, but it's definitely up for the taking this year now that Brady's gone and the Bucks are in a little bit of a fire sale mode. I mean, they did, they did add Baker, so I don't know if, how, how much value you put on that. But can this team, can the Atlanta Falcons run with the division at the very least? Next year.
1: I think the Falcons offense is gonna be really good. They're gonna run the ball well again. Um, I don't know, man. Desmond Ritter is the is the dark horse here. If he if he plays well, look, mm-hmm. they have Heineke to fall back on, so at the very least Love you know Heineke. what you're getting. Let's just pretend like Desmond Ritter and Heineke are, are a Jace. Like that's the same player. Cause I could think that's a fair assessment at this point. If Ritter's going to be better, it might not happen out of the gate. Right now, with with Taylor Heineke at the helm. They have a chance to compete in that division, but they're not gonna run away with anything. That defense still has major holes. They could make some improvements in the draft, but anything that's gonna like turn the corner this season, I don't think so. They need help on defense, but if you look around the division, everyone needs help somewhere. Mm. So yeah, they're they're in the, they're in the mix for sure. They were somewhat in the mix. All teams were somewhat in the mix this year, you know. They were to the with very Brady. end. Yeah. So I think if Tampa Bay's defense maybe steps up this year, that might be still the best unit in the division. If you look sure. at all told, defenses and offenses, the Tampa, special, the Tampa defense might still be the best unit, right? But Carolina's
0: defense was pretty good. Um, not great, but good. Uh, you're, you, you might be on, on the money say, with that one. I would one.
1: say it's it's up for debate because they still got to go out and play the games, and there's been a lot of turnover since. And that Tampa defense that was really lights out a couple years back, they've lost players. And they did, they did
0: bring record. back Levante David, though, so that's a good they thing. They have a good he defense. He was basically one they, foot out the door. Potential, and they potential, and,
1: and if there's one thing I think Todd Bowles can do well is coach up a defense. So I think Tampa Bay's defense will keep him in games. Who's going to win that division? I don't know. Atlanta's a good improvement, though, and I like a lot of the pieces they have on offense. It all comes down to Desmond Ritter.
0: Yeah, he is the wild card after all. So Um, any interest in a Cam Newton pro day? No. What is that?
1: I mean, good for him. Get on it. But, you know, I'm more interested in, like, uh, they give a ton of pro days out, by the way. Like they're, they're There's another guy.
0: Day. There was a lineman I, I read. Did you see the size of him?
1: Yeah, Linval. Fl- Flunker. No, Flunker. Uh, Flu- oh, DJ Fluker. Fluker. DJ right. Fluker. Him. First of all, did you see the size of him in a Jaguars uniform? <laughs> right. So He was hungry.
0: Yeah, <laughs> hungry
1: boy. But now uh, but he just looks like a machine. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw the entire video, but like I don't know if he was wearing something special on his feet or if those were his actual feet, but... Is he a size 38 <laughs> shoe? It was it's in, like kill the bro, up. insane Shaq. It's like he's like 6'2 with Shaq's foot, so it looks even more <laughs> no, uncomfortably I not see weird. It.
0: Now, now I have to go watch it. Um, but anyway, yeah, Cam Newton scheduled a pro day uh, with Auburn, so okay. he's going like to kind of try to reinvigorate his the career. The
1: video didn't, like, go all the way down, so I'm, like, looking at my phone. I'm, like, trying to look <laughs> down in the screen. I'm like, it doesn't work that way.
0: No, it does not. That's like when you go under an underpass and you duck. <laughs> it's like, ah! You know, but
1: playing video fine. games as a kid and it's like
0: <laughs> exactly um anyway as a kid right as a kid as if it wasn't three days ago to basketball ladies and gentlemen there was a lot of action last night i was talking to you guys about this in the open um i had some heavy action uh with a lot of these guys specifically also on the market um but i i didn't do so well last night was a bad night okay they happen. it's not horrible. I don't bet irresponsibly. I made money last year uh for me to have some house money to play with and invest in. So I'm uh, around on these liquid props and I'm like, "Here we go. Let's do this." Um James Harden. Come on, man. <laughs> like, first of all, lost in double overtime, which by the way, very very when you're down the stretch like this, and this is a Jimmy Palumbo line. That's a bad loss. It, it, you cannot lose to Chicago in Philadelphia. In double overtime, when Embiid has the night he has, Harden, my God. You know, like, you got, first of all, no threes. He was set at three, <laughs> so none of those. Um, he was set at 21 points. Have yourself a day, James. Scored five. Like, you cannot have that off of a day. So, my question to you, Chris, about the Philadelphia 76ers right now, sitting in third, firmly entrenched in the third spot, up four games on the fourth spot, so it doesn't look like they're going anywhere past third. Can they get to two? how far can this team go like if you put up a performance like this and you fall short where is your confidence level in a Philadelphia 76ers team as it pertains to the Celtics and the Bucs?
1: i mean i don't think it's all that confident going forward in terms of passing them in the standings i think they have a shot in the playoffs they're series. they're
0: just a half game behind the 2 seed the Celtics and they're 3 games behind the Bucs, so you would assume so that once they uh, I feel like out. the
1: bucks got this like they're they're winning Top talks, basketball they're, games they're legit you yeah. know you're going to need them to lose you know, almost half their games for you to catch them mm-hmm. at this point. I don't think that's going to happen. Obviously, the Celtics thing is in play. Uh, is Jalen Brown even back yet?
0: Uh, I don't know. Right. I haven't so I watched the Celtics game in a couple days.
1: I'm not so sure that they're going to be able to catch the Celtics or pass them. I'm not so sure based on how things go that either team cares mm. because who's the six? Who's the seven? We don't know. It's all jumbled together. So you know, it's if they meet in the series, those two teams. That's the only way it'll matter but either way one of those two is going to play in the, they're going to play in the Eastern Conference semis and then they're going to play the Bucks either the Celtics I mean I think it's going to go chalk I don't know that any team is going to be able to make an upset the
0: the 76ers defense. are 8 and 2 in their last 10 so it's not like they're playing bad basketball but when it comes to trying to get to that 2 what spot what the
1: Celtics in their last 10
0: 5 and 5 Ooh. so that's why it's, so it's right doable.
1: there yeah then 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 scratch everything I just said and yes 76ers will,
0: <laughs> they could. No, I don't they know. They could. Um, Celtics have to get it right. They do. Um, but again, sixty so seventy, they're right there, man. The, the games are just—they're right there. It's like nine, ten games left, two weeks left of basketball regular season, so it's right there for the taking. Uh, I do want to mention—can't go a show without mentioning my beloved New York Knicks. Last night, man, like, look, and I'm not calling the Timberwolves a bad team. I wouldn't want to do that uh, because of you know obvious reasons, but the Timberwolves should have not beat the Knicks last night. The Knicks, Julius Randle had himself a career night, literally career night. He is now, like, third all-time on the Knicks list as far as points scored in the game. I believe Melo has one and, like, Bernard King has the other, and he just surpasses all that. He had 50 going into the fourth quarter, so, like, you got to put those games away. you got to win those games, and when I look at the Knicks right now, we're now three games behind the, the Cavs with just little to play. It ain't going nowhere. I don't think the Knicks are going to get past the four. I think they're firmly entrenched in the five. They're up two games on the nets with the five. So, I again, if, even if the Knicks play 500 ball the rest of the way, they should, should, I say should, yeah. win uh, or get into the playoffs as the five seed. But that just means you're going in to play Spider Mitchell and the Cleveland Cavaliers in the first round. Do you think the Knicks have the ability – to get out of the first round this year. With the team they have, I the points be a are scoring, the guys that are doing I think there'll
1: thing. be some good games. I think that Cleveland is a little bit better than the Knicks and it'll show. The Knicks are, I said this all year, that the Knicks weren't as good as they are. their standing show. And that's part because the Eastern Conference is weak at the back end. Mm. Um, but the Knicks have been proving me wrong all year. So could they prove me wrong one more time? We'll see. But the Cleveland Cavaliers have been a team that I've been riding since really midway point last year. I've just been on this team. And they made me a lot of money when I was betting NBA early in the year, um, and they've managed to stay stay put. You know, this team is a good team. They have they have some good players.
0: Cleveland seven and three in their last ten, so they're 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 playing good basketball. And the Knicks are six and four, so they're kind of complementary to each other. It's setting up for a really dope other.
1: series, and hopefully, we get a little bit of a budding rivalry because of the Donovan
0: Mitchell backstory. You would think, <laughs> you would think that's what's going to happen. And unfortunately for the Knicks, if history repeats itself, there's always one superstar player that comes into a playoff game or a big game scenario a la Trey Young a couple years ago where he just went absolutely ham and ruined the hopes and dreams of all the Knicks fans. Look, it's exciting to be a fan of New York at this point because obviously you got the Knicks, you got the Nets, they're both getting in. I know you're not a hockey guy, but the Rangers and the Devils and the Islanders all might be playoff teams. You got baseball coming back. The New York metropolitan area is is a, a very exciting place to be right now in the spring. It's just that I think all the cards are being pushed into the Knicks' basket because they realize we got Brunson. Randall plays out of his mind every so often, right? And then you got Hart. You're bringing Hart on a trade. So all of a sudden, the Knicks are making key moves when, again, much like my Cowboys we talked about yesterday, I'm not used to this I would aggression. That, I would
1: say to everybody to – to take those eggs that you have in the Knicks basket and put them somewhere else because Aww. they are not going to do anything in the postseason. Now I'm understanding. It's, it's exciting. You want to get postseason define basketball. anything?
0: You really don't think they can get out of the first round? I don't think that they're even if they get out of the first round. Cool. Yeah, then it, then looking at them in the face will probably be a 76ers, Celtics, or Bucks. It'll probably be the Bucks. Fun times. <laughs> Bring it, Giannis. I don't I don't sweat you, Giannis. Damn. Do you think
1: that – do you think that <laughs> – I sweat draw all them beat for, sometimes. For it to, be to be anybody honest. but the Bucks, right, mm. you would need either the Sixers to lose or the
0: – I would be a big Nets, Heat, Hawks, Raptors, Bulls, all those things. I
1: would say that the Heat would have a chance to upset somebody.
0: The Heat right now are the seven spot. They would be matched up – With uh, Boston? With Boston. That's a hell of a series. So let's
1: go Philly because I think they have a better chance at beating Philly because they're the one team – that has the potential to maybe match up with MB down low at bio. He's a good defender on, on the block, so that could Ooh. help. Um, and Jimmy Buckets, you know, love Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Buckets, I feel like, I feel like the Jimmy Buckets might be James. At the Harden's same time, hate Jimmy Buckets. <laughs> worst nightmare in a playoff series. Yeah, like, is Jimmy is James Harden even going to play? It's the playoffs, so probably yeah, not. He, I listen. Yeah, he'll play, but is he gonna play?
0: You can't, you can't put it uh, together uh, a performance like you did last night because that's not gonna get it done, uh, specifically down the stretch in playoff time. So obviously, those things are gonna get crazy. I, I still can't get over the Knicks. <laughs> you know, when when Thibodeau got there, it was defense, defense, defense. Right? That was that was the name of the game. Play good defense, you'll win some basketball games. They let up 140 points last night.
1: Well, I mean, not a lot of defense. <clears throat> I guess it's probably good on Thibodeau for just kind of falling in line with the rest of the league.
0: my score points. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's the next score of the buck thirty four. That should get it done. Uh, much like in the NFL, when teams score like twenty-seven, you should win that game. Okay. Mm, you should win that maybe, game. Maybe
1: maybe ten years ago. But yeah, double was it overtime yesterday? No.
0: They lost in the regulation. But you could do us a favor and you can follow us right now on TikTok. By the way, and I haven't been as active on TikTok as I've, I've wanted to. I've had aspirations to do it. Um What's you should TikTok? definitely follow us on TikTok because TikTok. the TikTok real, yeah, the TikTok, TikTok. yes. What's TikTok? oh uh, See, you're oh. so old. The TikTok um, edits are different than the Instagram edits. It's a little extra over on TikTok. A little, I think you can do extra things on TikTok. Our videos look awesome. And they're getting roasted <laughs> by a lot of people, which is fine. It's, it's, called, oh. it's called interaction. It's called, uh, Bro, what's the, what, what, what am I looking for? interaction ba- no it's just like a word engagement engagement there we are so, engagement
1: there's a like there was a thing about you know, my girlfriend, my family members, when they see these clips and there's, like, people roasting me... They want to go in? They're like, can I say something? I'm like, just leave it alone. Who cares? You have to understand, we're, when we're... These people have nothing against us. They they have something against our take. Like, if I say something about, let's say... I don't know. Sometimes
0: it feels personal. <laughs> like, if I say something... <laughs> look at the guy in the hat! Moron! <laughs> I'm well, just like... I mean, DC, Brock, rah. Oh, Oh, well, that was that a whole... That, a I, we keep getting updates about that one. Um, Not even look, fun anymore. It,
1: people defend their team with every every ounce of honor they have. So I I find it interesting. We'll just say that. I'm the same way, only I just don't engage. But I I if I see somebody say something I don't like, in my head, I don't just type it, but I I say, like, well, He'll bring
0: it up to me the next morning. Well, like, you, see, you see those guys going on you right now? You see those takes? <laughs> and I'm just, like, chomping at the bit, like, come on, I got to talk, I got to respond. I also troll on the
1: internet from time to time, where <sighs> I just drop in on time. You're problems. one of those. You, if, you, if you just scour around the internet, you'll see random, like, Funny comments by me. I, I say they're funny because
0: I think they're
1: funny. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe they're funny. Anyway. It's funny, though. It is funny.
0: Another load of the NBA Slate tonight. We'll see if the NFL makes any more moves as we move along in free agency. Obviously, tomorrow we'll get into that. We'll start covering some of these teams and how they stack up against other teams in regards to what moves they've made and how good they could potentially be as we are entering... Draft season, like, it's right there. Like, another week or two of free agency where it's all about signing free agents. And now you have to shift your entire focus to the first round of the NFL draft. And the rest of the rounds for that matter, too. For Dave Sturcio, Chris Gucci, this has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Make sure you like the video, guys. Share the stuff. Tell your friends. We're the best. We're fun out here. We're having a great time every morning. So do that. As you're looking around, Well, you find a there's a bird that almost hit the window behind you?
1: No. <laughs> Just doing a little uh, ocular pat down.
0: Recon. (laughs) See you guys tomorrow.